Green Visions, Green Ideas. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our next podcast episode. My name is Oliver Niebuhr, and we have two guests from, from the Dutch company BeamUp here with us today, namely Alex and Daniel. And as always, our podcast is sponsored by allgoodspeakers.com. Yeah, Alex and Daniel, um, could you please say a bit about what BeamUp actually is? Yeah, sure. Um, uh, well, perhaps it's good to, uh, my name is Alex Sonderbaan, um, yeah. a managing director, but perhaps it's good to uh, to let uh, Daniel kick off since he's our founder and uh, he, he lived with these ideas for, for already a number of years. So so Daniel, please kick off, uh, tell, the, tell the listeners something more about BeamUp. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah thank you. Uh, yes. Well, uh, well BeamUp is uh, a virtual storytelling uh, agency. Uh, uh, we're using uh, the power of VR uh, for telling stories. Uh, and it's a uh, solution for online events. Um, because, uh, well, uh, nowadays, of course, uh, online events are very relevant uh, in, the, in the pandemic. Um, but uh, yeah, the, 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 the options that are there to do an online event, you know, you, have, uh, you can do uh, 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 sessions via webcam or a live stream or a green screen. Uh, but, uh, you know, with BeamUp, with VR, you can, you know, switch environments, you know, tell your story with objects, tell your story with effects. It's, it's you know, it makes it much more in a, a memorable experience. So, and that's what we want to create for, uh, yeah, a lot of companies. Okay, super. So this is this is all happening um, within the virtual world. Uh, so you are basically using avatars and people talk to avatars and they themselves also do represent avatars, right? Yeah, so the, the avatar, it's an enabler. So uh, because, you know, uh, we make like lifelike avatars uh, or, you know, make it as lifelike as possible. And uh, by doing that, you know, a speaker or a moderator or a performer, you know, uh, he or she can uh, use VR uh, and, you know, uh, use like a lot of new options, you know, to, to tell his or her story. Um, so it's it's not like you know it's just it's not like you know oh how cool would it be to make uh, to to see people as avatars but it's it's uh, it's a it's an enabler you know a lot of new possibilities uh, arise when you yeah when you uh, yeah use VR. perhaps perhaps to add on that uh, I think one of the reasons because. Um, um, uh, when I personally joined, I, I try to bring the, uh, you know, the business aspect in as much as possible to be, you know, uh, the, uh, the onboard, uh, uh, representative of, of, of the, of the, of the businesses basically. And, mm -hmm. and of course the whole team, uh, when I joined uh, almost three months ago, we found that there was a lot of technical hugging going on and there was a lot of focus on the technicalities. And I think it's also quite important to, to really, to find the business relevance here. And I think when you're looking towards uh, why we're using avatars versus, for instance, using more conventional technologies like uh, normal AV webcast or green screen, the reason why we chose the avatars, and I think which is the unique selling point, is that you can have a full engaging and immersive, immersive experience when you're using the avatar. I'm sure uh, all your listeners have, have seen and perhaps experienced during the pandemic uh, and speakers are basically put in front of either a 3D backdrop or even in a fully 3D environment. And it looks, uh, of course, it looks nice, 
but it's very difficult for the speaker to to engage with the environment. And what we're trying to do, and that's the reason why we're calling this a virtual storytelling agency, we're really trying to help and assist and consult our clients to build their storyline, not just uh, through the tools that people are used to, uh, where you can think of, let's say, the normal PowerPoint or Prezi type of slides, where you're engaging through a two-dimensional two, two uh, storyline, but we're really trying to engage and, 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 and to, uh, to make sure that our clients are also using the 3D environment as a part of their storyline. And, and we really believe that this is going to be the next level in story, storytelling. And this is, will also be uh, an enabler for the future after, uh, after a corona. Okay. Yeah, that makes actually yeah. perfect sense. I can also, I mean, uh, we basically all know this kind of Zoom stuff. Uh, we never look each other in the eyes because the camera is always misplaced uh, and the pictures are a bit blurry and perhaps a bit dark sometimes. Um, this is not only an upgrade in terms of direct interaction. It's also, as you said, it also offers more opportunities um, to interact with the environment and to and to use the um, the environment for your own presentation and interaction this is how i and at least put it yeah yeah yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> okay yeah, yeah. very interesting so instead of uh, present yeah instead of presenting via slides you know you can tell your story in environments so you know you can walk on the beach or and then if you want to tell something about uh, i don't know the, the forest or something you can be in the forest you know it's mm -hmm. you know every you know you, your mind is the limit uh, basically you know <laughs> so and 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 that's also the limitations obviously um it's uh, it's limitless but it's also uh, it asks from us and as beam up as a company to really to try to step up to the experiences that uh, that our clients have when we start to, to tell them about the possibilities because of course it's if you're used to if you've been using powerpoint and other types of presentation tools for the last 20 25 years it's quite difficult to imagine what the the 3d environment can also do and how it can also engage in your storyline mm -hmm. so that's also one of the the one of the big challenges that we have and that's why we're so nice for us to be able to talk on this webcast To, to, to do a lot more explaining about what, what it is that we do mm -hmm. and why we believe so much in, uh, in the power of 3D and virtual reality. Okay, but you also help your uh, customers in setting up a good environment so that they can actually think about the possibilities that this new medium offers, right? Absol absolutely. What we've learned over the last, uh, over the last uh, well, basically over the last year, uh, as I mentioned before, Daniel started this idea almost two years back, and he started uh, nurturing it uh, to, to what BeamUp is today. Uh, and what, what we saw is that when we evolved from a virtual events agency uh, to what we're, what we're doing right now, when we're, when we're basically a full-service storytelling agency, is we found that we really need to uh, help our clients. So what we're doing, we're, we're using storyboarders, we're using directors, uh, people that are really used to, to, to tell stories through visual aids, either just a camera uh, or people that are involved in, uh, let's say, creation of, of, of adverts and, and commercials, people that can really help to bring a story that usually takes 10 to 15 minutes, put it in 30 seconds, or people that can tell a 40-minute story and, and make sure you can tell it in 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And that's the essence because we need to keep it short and we have to make sure it's visually engaging. Yeah, 
Okay, yeah, that makes perfect sense. So the, the title of the, um, of the podcast that, that you have just mentioned is Green Visions, Green Ideas. So, um, and we actually stumbled upon BeamUp because you very explicitly state on your website that it is one of your major missions through the BeamUp VR technology to save CO2 emissions. Can you perhaps explain a bit about what you actually mean and, and to how far you have been successful already with this mission? Yeah. Well, I can tell a little bit about that. Uh, well, we're working now as a virtual storytelling agency, but we're also working on a platform, a scalable platform, uh, whereby uh, users will be able to, you know, log in, uh, uh, you know, organize uh, a beam up uh, and, you know, do a beam up, you know, with a VR headset. Um, and that makes it possible to do, you know, events uh, location independently. Um, and, uh, there, well, there's a lot of research on, on the CO2 uh, emissions uh, with, uh, with uh, physical events. Uh, so international corporate events, well, there's a study that says that uh, like a, a conference uh, of three days with thousand people, uh, you know, an inter international conference, that it has a CO2 uh, uh, output of more than 500, uh, you know, tons of uh, CO2. Uh, and uh, well, the uh, like a lot of studies says that uh, uh, like 90% or 80-90% 80, of all the CO2 emissions are from uh, air travel or air, air and other uh, travel. So, yeah, if you, <laughs> if you, uh, if you do it from uh, a distance, well, that saves a lot of, uh, it saves a lot of uh, uh, pollution. Uh, and this is also a trend in the events market. So a lot of people there, you know. They look at ways to, to, to make it more sustainable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if, if I can add on that, I, I think uh, everybody's been seeing, um, obviously, uh, with Corona situation, uh, people have been forced to do online events. Mm -hmm. And the big question is, and I think that's a question through all our, our societies here in Europe, but throughout the world, uh, what will happen uh, once everything is fixed if let's say that situation uh, is going to be possible in the near future. But let's say that is, mm -hmm. uh, we believe, and I think a lot of experts also believe that there will not be an, uh, a situation going back to normal again. A lot of people have been gained accustomed to the remote working. Uh, people want to have a, a proper balance between the social, uh, the social of work uh, and the convenience and the logistics of the remote and home working. And I think this, the same is going to be the case for, uh, for events. Uh, a lot of people have been thinking about the environment uh, and about the energy transition for quite a while now, uh, ever since uh, the Paris Accords, of course. But I think now today, everybody has been really uh, put back to their houses. You know, I really have to think about the environment. And I think, you know, going towards a conference for a number of days into an exotic location where you might be able to talk to your peers for 10 to 50 minutes and then and travel back. Of course, it's a nice perk, but we really do think that with the push of uh, the millennials, the new generation, um, that also, let's say, the, the 40s and the 50s in, in the big companies and the small companies are also really considering what can we do with these all these online events? Uh, and I think a good balance between uh, when are we going to perform face-to-face -face and when can we do something online is going to really give a push to not just our platform, but a lot of online platforms. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. And 
I would also um, think that the that um, VR um, technology actually helps to bridge the gap because normally in a Zoom um, online event or whatever kind of brand I don't want to name it. Yeah, of course. Actually, you but you never feel that much immersed into your new environment. You are still at home, um, but not really feeling like traveling to somewhere else. But perhaps um, with VR, you do a bit more. And this might actually help people stay at home and feel like being in an exotic place at a conference, meeting other people. Um, it does sound like a very good idea to me, actually. Um, perhaps just one final thing is, um, even though we are a Danish podcast, actually lots of our listeners come from all across Europe. So perhaps could you say a bit about How accessible is your system for people outside the Netherlands, for instance? Well, we uh, actually, it's nice that you asked. Uh, one of the first uh, big launching clients that we have was a GlaxoSmith client from Belgium. Um, and we helped them to uh, present their uh, semi-annual uh, budget planning in a more engaging way. Mm -hmm. um, so um, one of the big uh, one of the big challenges, of course, that we have is because we feel, as Daniel said before, we feel that it's quite important to have lifelike avatars. So one of the things that we need to do is we need to make a proper scan of the individual or the speaker uh, uh, in question. And that's something that we have to do. But we, of course, we can do that with the uh, clients itself or we can work with the photographers around the world. Mm -hmm. So we're most definitely open to uh, requests from uh, from our European uh, neighbors, of course, definitely. Super, super. Um, and photographs are basically the easiest thing to do nowadays. It, you just need a smartphone and you send it in and then you have your own personalized avatar. Um, Very nice. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. However, we, we did really find out there's a lot of quality difference between and lighting difference. So I do think, oh, yeah, okay. uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, when we yeah. uh, when we do the photography in our studio, we, we really can can control the lighting and everything. But I think this is something that we can fix with uh, uh, with people if they are interested to uh, to perform a beam up, uh, not being uh, not being in the Netherlands. Yeah. Okay. Super. Is there anything more that um, that you would like to add uh, for listeners that could perhaps be relevant? Well, I would like to invite all your listeners to to have a quick look at, uh, mm -hmm. at beamup.com, our website. Uh, we're doing a lot of work on our, our website, so you will see new content coming up uh, every few weeks. Uh, and of course, if there are any questions uh, that we didn't answer in this podcast, please give us uh, a shout out. You can find all our contact details okay. online. Super. Thanks a lot. And actually, the BeamUp website will also be in the description to this podcast. So many thanks uh, for having us um, shortly on this Monday morning. And uh, I wish you a nice Christmas time. And of course, also to all our listeners. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much, Oliver. Thanks.